Guys, it's your man Richie Rich, aka the man of steel. Welcome to my life. That I live one step, one drop at a time. Let's get to it, shall we? Hello, this is my life on your TV. I overdose in that nightlife, them bright lights and bikinis. I keep my hand on that gold vibe. I'm trying to find me that genie. They say money doesn't buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in that Lamborghini. Hey, what up guys? Morning, it's your main man, Richard, Richard, aka the man of steel. It's been a long time, it's been a long time. I hope you guys are doing all good. <clears throat> so I've been vacant for a while, I've been busy, just really, really busy, catching up with life, doing things, making mistakes, um, making wins, um, feeling high, feeling low, encountering new people in my life, and getting rid of people from my life. So I've been a bit busy, but um, I'm still about, and I'm always going to dive in and out every now and then and drop something in when I find something important to talk about so um you know here we are and I've met some interesting people I've made some wonderful bonds and relationships so far um I've, and I've also got rid of a lot of people and I've been tuning in my mindset a lot recently um so I've just been mad busy I guess um I was doing this whole network marketing thing, but I realised it's not really for me. So um, I've, you know, pulled pulled out of that. I had to do a lot of reflection. I found out that I am doing so much too soon. Uh, you know, when you get really enthusiastic and excited about life, and you just want to do everything and anything, and you're like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. And then later on, it all hits, and you're like, I am doing way too much. Um, for some reason I found myself being obsessed with earning a lot of money which is not really my nature or my character to be honest I'm, I'm more of a just enjoy what you have and go with the flow and things will work out <clears throat> but I guess I just got so yeah, I don't know I got lost for a moment but I'm back anyway and I'm around so anyway it's 8.05 in the morning, it's Saturday, it's the 2nd of March, so happy March everybody, I hope you guys have got awesome plans for March, I'm making March my New Year's resolution year, month, I'm going to do a lot of big changes, it's my birthday next month as well, so, you know, I want to be, I'm going to be even happier than I am right now, by then, and I've got some awesome people that have just stepped into my life recently, so, you know, they're going to also help make it a great, a great year. So anyway, I wanted to share what I do in the morning. So I'm doing. I'm, I'm in the middle of my morning routine. I switched a few things up. I'm going to hit the gym in an in an hour's time. Um, I'm just switching over to my um 
changing the bedding and stuff because I like to get that stuff done in the morning, change beddings, uh, do some housework and cleaning just to get the mind right and everything and just as I clean I tend to rearrange things in my mind at the same time of rearranging things in my house so it just puts everything in order but then I always listen to a motivational quote, I'm mean, always read a motivational quote or I listen to a motivational um, podcast or talk so I'm listening to a talk right now by the main man Les Brown words on leadership so I wanted to share a piece of it with you so the rest of this is going to be Les Brown's voice moving forward but I just wanted to share a piece it really helps and it's really funny because I have my my playlist on shuffle and I believe the universe is is always very keyed included into your energy especially your subconscious energy and I find that we're always taught through music I will always talk through media, through life, through the weather, through the environment, through people we encounter, a specific lesson that we need to learn or be reminded of. So this literally came up on, re on random and it, it's like, I needed to hear this because I had a few days, I had a few days of anxiety this week where I didn't feel great. So this literally just came on and it's already pumped me up. So I had to stop and start it again just to share with you guys. I hope it pumps you up as much as it pumps me up. Think about your social contribution. And whatever those goals are that you envision, I want you to expand them in your mind. And don't underestimate yourself. Even if you have a goal that you can't see, it doesn't matter. You don't have to see it. Eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. So as you begin to think about that, let us say together, it's possible. Say it again with conviction. I'm doing a training now called Discover Your Power Voice. And one of the things I've found is that, that we have something in us that many of us don't recognize. I want you to shake someone's hand on your right and left, look them in the eyes and say, you have something special. Do that quickly, please. Say, you have something special. So I want you to, to begin to look at and think about your goals. And one of the things that I want to do as we walk through and talk about what it is that you want to achieve with your life, I want you to think about your communities and how we live our lives is a result of our state of mind. How many of you can agree with that? Raise your hands, please. Very good. Now, I want you to write this down and we're gonna visit this statement. How people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves. How we live our lives is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. How many of you leaders, raise your hands, please. Good, in this short time, I'm gonna share with you one of the most effective things that I've ever discovered in terms of my own personal life and things that you can do. How many wanna make a greater difference and impact on the people that you're leading, raise your hands. But I want you to think about that, how we live our lives is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. What's going on right now in the media around the world, in newspaper, radio, and television, the stories about the economy, the economy. And a friend of mine was talking the other day and I heard him talking about, did you hear about the stock market? He was talking to a friend on the telephone. And as I was watching and overhearing the conversation, I listened not only to what he was saying, but how he was responding. And I was thinking about the person on the other end. This is very important. I want you to shake someone's hand on your right and left and say, don't forget you're a leader. Do that right now. 
Now, in this, in this, I'm going to condense this, and listen to me, and this is clear. If you get what I'm saying to you, you, when you go back, you're going to make greater impact on people. You're going to be able to change people's lives. You'll be able to create an economic renaissance. You'll be able to help people to begin to build their futures. And it's something very practical and very simple. And sometimes because things are simple, we miss them. Now, remember what I said, how we live our lives is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. So I want you to write this down. Distract, dispute, and inspire. As leaders, when you go back to your respective communities, your countries, one of the most important things is that you must get some training on how to discover your power voice to deliver, and write this down, a strategic message, a strategic message and a strategic narrative that will distract, dispute, and inspire a strategic message, and a strategic narrative. Let me share with you. I was born in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor with a twin brother. We were six weeks of age. We were adopted. When I was in the fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled educable mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade, and failed again in the eighth grade. I was told a story about myself. You're educable, mentally retarded. I was a kid. I didn't know. I accepted it. I believed the story, and I perform to that story. No one rises above low expectations. And so as a result of that, something happened for me. When I was in the 11th grade, a gentleman, Mr. Leroy Washington, I will be with him this coming weekend in Orlando, Florida, where I'm doing a training called Discover Your Power Voice. He helped me to discover my power voice. He said, young man, go to board and work this problem out for me. I said, sir, I can't do that. Why not? Sir, I'm not one of your students. Look at me. Yes, sir. Go to the board and work the problem out anyhow. I can't do that, sir. Why, sir? Because I'm educable, mentally retarded, sir. I'm in special education. And they said, he's DT. What do you mean? That's Leslie. That's not Wesley. He's DT. He's the dumb twin. And as many of the students laughed, and I was looking at him, and he came from behind his desk, he said, don't ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. That was a turning point in my life. In one hand, I was humiliated. But on the other hand, I was liberated. Because he looked at me with the eyes of Goethe, who said, look at a man the way that he is. He only becomes worse. But look at him as if he were what he could be. Then he becomes what he should be. Now, my mother, my mother, she did the best that she could. She would say when I would come home crying after being in a fight, being called the dumb twin, Leslie, don't worry about what people say about you. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. I said, Mama, but they do. They do hurt. How many of you know words hurt? Raise your hands, please. Now, Mama was doing the best that she knew how. Mr. Washington was a communicator. He was a speech and drama instructor. He knew how to deliver a strategic message that distracted me from believing that I was DT, the dumb twin. And he, through this strategic message, began to cause me to step away from the possibility of blindness that I was now living within this story, thinking that I was the dumb twin and inspired me to give birth to a person that you now see that I did not know existed. Am I making sense to you on this? When you go back as a leader, and why it's important, number one, write this down, 
get some coaching. See, because of the role that you play, how important it is and how valuable that role is, we can't leave it to chance. It's not enough just to talk. You want to deliver a strategic message that will make impact, that will cause people to reflect, that impact how they think, that will begin to ignite how they feel, and begin to inspire them to become, as Mother Teresa would say, a pencil in the hand of God and start writing new chapters in their lives. Does that make sense? See, because at the end of our conversation, at the end of our speeches or seminars or workshops, if they don't change how they think and feel, if they don't begin to have the feeling within themselves, I can do this. Yes, I can. If they don't change their behavior, we haven't done anything. Maybe that's why my favorite book says, judge not according to appearances, but righteous judgment and judge a tree by the fruit it bears. All right? Am I making sense of that? Let me tell you how important words are. If I say to you, what is your name, ma'am? Sheila. If I say, Sheila, you can't do that. Someone else has to come along, Sheila, and say, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, 16 times to neutralize at one time. That's why my favorite book says, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And so as leaders, understanding the role that you play, even though we're made in the likeness and image of God, and has been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth. We will never, listen to me, we will never exercise authority and dominion over our lives until we exercise authority and dominion over what we are not. This is why you, as a messenger, and delivering and taking the time to get coaching and training on how to deliver a strategic message because when we leave here, there are people who are watching the news, who are taking that in, and who are spreading, who are impacting others with a negative conversation. In the beginning was the word, thou shalt decree a thing that shall be established unto you. We should not be in here echoing what's out there. Why? Because we are leaders. We are thermostats, not thermometers. Hello, do you hear what I'm saying to you? We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. R write this down, please. Monitor your mouth. Monitor your mouth. Why? Death and life is in the tongue. During the Depression in the United States, Procter & Gamble and a few corporations decided to adapt a way of thinking and operating and how they trained their people. During the Depression, they went and the leader of that time spoke to them and said, the depression does not exist for us. We are forbidden to speak about it. We will not carry ourselves as if we are in a depression. We will spend more money on advertising and marketing and increase our presence. Write this down. In time of adversity, expand. Hey, guys. Um, I had to stop it there because it is like an hour long. And I didn't want to put this on there for a whole hour, but just that on its own is really, really powerful and it really helps. I mean, look at that comment where thermostats, not thermometers. Um, if you're very familiar with a thermometer, a, therm a thermometer reacts to the temperature in a room. So if it's too hot, the thermometer goes all the way up. Obviously, if it's too cold, it drops. So we're like that sometimes in situations, aren't we? Where, um, 
a problem arises and we react to the problem in the way the problem is supposed to make us react if it's if we it happened to me i was like a thermometer just uh two days ago when an unexpected amount of money left my account and i was like it's us not even the beginning of march yet and i'm already you know looking like i'm going to be sitting in the red till the end of the month and i got so upset and i got frustrated you know i almost cried out of um frustration you know i'm in a job that it doesn't pay great and you know i have to make do with the money that i have and then you know more things are happening it's like why is this happening to me but then the next day I switched from being a thermometer to a thermostat because with a thermostat, you control the temperature, don't you? You turn up the heat, you turn it down. You're in control of how warm you want your environment to be, how electric you want your environment to be, how low you want your environment to be. You're in control of it. You turn it up, you turn it down, you turn it off, you turn it on. And I woke up the next day and I was like, all right, we're just going to handle the situation. Here it is, right, how am I going to turn things around? So, just that quote on its own with thermometer, with thermostats, not thermometers, you know, is 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 enough to empower anybody, you know, or be like a is it be like a pain in the hand of God and rewrite your own destiny and write your own how you want to live your life. That again, another powerful quote. These are the kind of things that pump me and motivate me on a morning. I have the curtains open. I let the sun into the house. I open all the windows. I let air in, and you know let fresh air come in and let all the old stale air go out and then that's how I get my days started especially on the weekend because I tend to have more time to do it on the weekend more relaxed time so I don't have to get up super early and stuff so um that's pretty much it if you want to find where this is I think it's on it's on YouTube Words of Leadership by Les Brown but it's definitely on Spotify because that's where I'm playing it from Spotify and it's Les Brown Words of Leadership Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, like I always say, live your life one step, one rep at a time, and always be happy. Peace.